Hey everybody, this is Jacqueline from Comfy Komodo Thrift Store and your hostess for the Comfy Komodo podcast. Today I'm going to be doing a little bit of life updates with myself as well as talk about some strange coincidences that have happened throughout history, which are pretty freaking wild. And if you are spiritual, which chances are you are, you know that nothing is a coincidence and everything happens for a reason. So without further ado, get comfortable, grab a snack, and let's get into it. First and foremost, I just want to check in with everybody and see how you're all doing. Maybe check in with yourself. Take a minute to really see if you're being the best that you can be and if you're the happiest you can be. And if you're not, what are some things that will get you there? And if you want to talk, need somebody to talk to, need some advice, you can always message me on Instagram at Comfy Komodo. I am getting rid of the podcast Instagram. I just want to kind of keep everything together. It was pretty hard trying to manage two separate Instagrams. So everything podcast related is moved just to the Comfy Komodo Instagram. So it's all under one roof. So message me there if you need anything or if you just need a shoulder to cry on or just a stand-in best friend for a little bit. (laughs) I'm your girl. (laughs) So I hope everybody is doing good and I'm going to start off this episode with some life updates about myself, some things I've been going through, and some changes that I'm doing or I guess changes that I'm making happen. I don't don't know how to word it. (laughs) So if you follow me on Instagram at Comfy Komodo. You probably have seen my stories that I've been posting about me thinking about quitting my part-time job, thinking about just focusing on the store full-time, and then watching me drive to work with my resignation letter to actually put my two weeks in and it is Tuesday now and I put my two weeks in yesterday on Monday and um, I'm really happy about it. I've been having some problems with my boss the past month I want to say and things that have been making me uncomfortable, things that have been making me feel like I'm being treated differently and I'm being treated unfair and I'm the only one who is dealing with that. So it's kind of been a back and forth thought in my mind. I just wasn't happy as much as I love this job. I love the teachers. I love the staff. I just, uh, I didn't feel like I was appreciated, I guess, um, which, you know, I don't need to feel that way. But if you're coming somewhere and working your ass off, you kind of want that to be noticed in a way because it further motivates you to continue to work your ass off. And it just 
wasn't happening with my boss and uh you know I've worded some concerns I've talked to higher ups about my concerns and I've still nothing happened nobody spoke to me nobody apologized or came to me to try to find out what was going on and why I was so unhappy and it was just kind of like it was just a mess which is fine because you know what I will leave (laughs) you know they need more me more than I need them and I'm really happy that I put my two weeks in I kind of just walked into my boss's office and he barely turned around, barely paid attention to me. And I just said, well, I'm just stopping in to give you my resignation letter and I'm putting my two weeks in. And the only thing that he could really say was, oh, well, we don't really have a lot of cover. Um, This worker is off on this day. I guess I'm just going to have to figure it out. And I was like, yep, I guess you are. My last day is April 9th. And I just walked out. It's like, didn't even ask. I don't know. It was just a very weird situation. And it just further solidified my um, decision that I've made. And I was talking to some of my friends. And I said, you know, this has been something I've been going back and forth with the past couple of months. I mean, really, I feel like ever since the end of winter or midwinter, I guess. And I feel like the universe has kind of been (laughs) forcing me to have a shitty time at work just to kind of be like, hey, like, listen to us. Like, we're, we're pushing you out. Like, we're trying to make you leave this place. And because I am somebody who is a very anxious person and I have depression and anxiety and... I get very comfortable. Even when I'm not happy in a situation, it's familiar to me, which I'm sure, you know, most of you guys have anxiety because it's just that common. And you know how it is. Like, if you're somewhere or you finally find a job that you're comfortable with and it doesn't make you anxious, you don't even have to think twice about what you're doing. You just, you just are. That's where I was at, where I was just like, okay, like, this is easy, this is simple, this is something I'm comfortable with, whereas, on the other hand, I've, I have my business, you know, my thrift store, and it's going crazy, and it's busy, and we're only open twice a week, and I, I started that business because I wanted to, you know, spread positivity and spread cheer to everybody who walks into my door, as well as, have the benefits of me not needing to have a boss or anything but I feel like I never really let myself do that and I think it all comes down to anxiety I I did speak to my therapist about I was telling my therapist how unhappy I was and you know I, I, I do that weekly so I've been keeping him updated with how my boss has been treating me and everything and and I told him that I, I really would like to do the store full-time But for some reason, I'm just not letting myself do that, even though I know that I can. You know, I've been doing it since 2012, 2013, and I know that I can do it, and I I have been doing it. It just really comes down to, like, financially, and he said, you know, I think that you're talking yourself out of it because 
because you have anxiety and you're just conditioned pretty much to just think negatively with the depression and you don't have a lot of confidence because of that and he was like but you're not going to know until you try and if it does come down to money you can always find another job and I was like oh wow I've never thought about that (laughs) you know like like you're right and and then it's me in my head being like, well, I'm never going to find a job that I'm comfortable with. And it's like, well, I also thought th- that about myself before I found this job and look how comfortable I am. And um, yeah, just kind of all started falling into place. And it was just, I feel like everything is just pointing to me doing the store full time. And you know, it's going to be a lot of work. It always is. It's a lot of work no matter what, but it's a lot of work on top of working part-time, which is just miserable for me. So I'm excited to cut out the part-time job and be able to just focus on doing what I love and what makes me happy and what I want to be doing with my life. So I just wanted to give you guys an update on that, that I will be doing my store full-time and We're open Saturday and Sunday right now, but I do plan on opening the store on Thursdays and Fridays. I want to get an actual, I do have a website for the store, but I don't really focus on shipping things because I've been so busy doing, you know, my part-time job. I didn't really have time to take time out of my day to post. And then on my days off at my part-time job, I would be at the store. And it was just, you know, when I had a minute, I just wanted to freaking relax because it's, you know, I was exhausted. And it really took a toll on me mentally, which I can't afford to do (laughs) Uh, mentally, not financially. But yeah, like I can't afford it mentally to be spreading myself so thin. And I really have great plans to travel you know I I did buy a minivan that I'm converting into a little mini camper pretty much because I want to do weekend travels and be able to just be free pretty much while also making money doing what I love which is art and crafting and clothing and just anything that I can get my hands on and learn pretty much. So I I do want to start an actual website to sell things online and ship things. And I want to try to produce art pieces at least every other day, if not every day. You know, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, there's big things coming. And I just want to thank everybody for your support. If it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't have even made it this far. You know, it's almost been I mean, it's been like eight years, I think, since I started. 2012. Yeah, it's been about nine years. Almost, I think, in, I think when I originally started my business, it was March. I feel, no, it wasn't March. I think it was October, actually. Yeah, it was October. I started my business in October, so... October of 2021 will be nine years and that's a really long time and if it wasn't for you guys you know a lot of you guys have been with me since my thrift store was just a trailer in my parents yard and I just filled it with clothes and that was kind of when it all started and from there I opened an actual 
storefront and I've been doing that on and off ever since and the only reason why it was ever off was always because of my mental health because I've always been working on top of doing the store and now I'm just going to do the store and hope for the best and we'll see where it goes but again thank you for your support thank you for believing in me um, a lot of you guys have reached out to me on Instagram telling me how much you love my art and how much you love my store and how you feel so comfortable and any every time you come in there and that's my goal is I just want everybody to walk into the store and just feel at home and it's been amazing and I'm really excited to be there full-time again and yeah cool I just wanted to give a little life update because I did do a poll a poll a poll on Instagram uh, asking if anybody wants life updates or if you want me to talk about strange coincidences and it was 50-50 so I guess I'm going to be doing both and let's get into strange coincidences and see some weird shit that has been happening <laughs> or that has happened in the past. A lot of the time when coincidences happen people look at them as just that coincidences. Whereas if you're anything like me, you'll believe nothing is a coincidence and everything happens for a reason. There's like this invisible plan that the universe has for us. And no matter what it takes, it will get us on that plan, whether we like it or not, whether it feels right or not, it always ends up being the right thing. So sometimes or, you know, most of the time, or if you're anything like me again, all of the time, coincidences are not coincidences. It's all an elaborate plan that we are not aware of. So these coincidences that I'm going to talk about are pretty crazy, and they're um, pretty shocking, and it even makes, like, the biggest skeptics kind of believe in fate and... Uh, that spirituality side of it. So the first one I'm going to talk about is Mark Twain's birthday and death. So his birth and death day coincide with Haley's Comet. So Mark Twain was born in 1835, which is the same year that Haley's Comet made its first appearance. The Comet made a second appearance in 1910, which was the year that Mark Twain died. Um, so the author, according to New York Times, famously predicted that the two events would coincide. He quoted, uh, say, he was quoted saying, the Almighty has said, no doubt. Now here are these two unaccountable freaks. They came in together and they'll go out together. And that's literally exactly what they did. Like, that's, that's nuts. That is so, that is so freaking cool. Another coincidence is Stephen Hawking. Um, so apparently he was born on the 300th anniversary of Galileo's death, and he died on what would have been Einstein's 139th birthday, which is wild, um, because, you know, Hawking's life was, like, the fact that he survived to be 76 despite living with Lou Gehrig's disease even though we know, like, nothing about that disease, pretty much. Like, it's it's kind of 
crazy to survive for more than, you know, five additional decades, allowing him to share his, you know, his insights, his gifts and everything with the world and not to lend, you know, his, he had a legendary humor as well, despite his situation. So that's a crazy coincidence. So Anthony Hopkins was, uh, this was in like the early 1970s and he was um, casted to play a role in a film and to pre- prepare for that role he wanted to read the book but he was like unable to find a copy of it anywhere despite you know him searching literally everywhere so then it, this is just crazy so he was sitting in a London tube station like a train station and he noticed a copy of the very same book that he needed that somebody had left behind when he opened it he actually found that the book had also been signed by its author. Like, what are the chances of that? The next one is that John Wilkes Booth saved, or I'm sorry, John Wilkes Booth's brother, which if you don't know, that's who shot Abraham Lincoln and killed him. So John Wilkes Booth's brother saved Abraham Lincoln's son from dying. So John Wilkes Booth and Abraham Lincoln reportedly had a coincidental family connection long before Booth shot Lincoln in, you know, the fatal day in 1865. So Booth's brother Edwin was somewhat like a famous stage actor who supported the Union during the Civil War and everything, and while in a train station in New Jersey, Lincoln's son, Robert Todd Lincoln, leaned up against a stopped train, nearly falling onto the tracks as it started up again, and Edwin Booth grabbed him by the collar and saved him just in time. And the younger Lincoln recognized this hero. You know, he wrote about the incident, but it wasn't until years later that Booth found out who he had saved. So it's kind of a darker one, but um, pretty crazy how they sort of cross paths in a weird way. So, carrying on with that same son of uh, President Lincoln, he also witnessed three presidential assassinations, which is, you know, obviously it would be really rare to be present for any death of a president, of any president, but Robert Todd Lincoln was in some way present for not one, not two, but three freaking presidential assassinations, though he wasn't there at the theater during his father's shooting he was rushed to his bedside and sat by his side until um you know his father passed away but later he was an eyewitness to the killing of president james garfield and then finally in 1901 lincoln was uh the son he was nearby in like buffalo new york at the invitation of president william mckinley when that president president was fatally shot so it's like this poor freaking kid like just bad luck all around i wonder if he was cursed or something (laughs) so this one's just i can't even wrap my head around this so one woman survived the titanic the britannic and the i don't know if i'm saying that right but and the olympic shipwrecks so violet jessup was a nurse and ocean liner stewardess who earned the nickname miss unsinkable by surviving both the accidents of the Titanic in 1912 and its uh, sister ship, the HMHS Britannic, Britannic, which met the same fate in 1916. 
So Violet was also reportedly on board the third boat, the RMS Olympic, when it hit a warship, but fortunately the Olympic stayed afloat. So three shipwrecks. Honestly, after just being on the Titanic, I would never get on a freaking ship again. Like, can you? And then after that one happened, she went on another ship, and then that pretty much, you know, fucking went downhill and then she just like wow you must really love ships to be able to just keep going on after horrible things have happened oh my god this one the first and last battles of the civil war were fought next to the same man's property in different towns so the civil war broke out in 1861 with the first battle of bull run which was a reference um, of a stream that wound its way, you know, through the farm of a 46-year-old grocer. So he owned a grocery store, and his name was uh, Wilmer McLean in Virginia, uh, Manassas, Virginia. After that devastation, you know, from the battle, McLean left to find safety in a new home with his wife in Appomattox, uh Appomattox Virginia and for you know roughly like four years he was indeed safe uh as the war overtook the nation then in 1865 the war came uh to a close when Robert E. Lee surrendered to Ulysses Grant and the Apotomix courthouse just steps away from McLean's new property like this guy like he's just trying to freaking escape the war and he and he freaking couldn't. This poor dude. Okay, so I'm going to end it on this one. And then I want to talk about something else that I just learned about. Uh, so anyway, so the first and last soldiers killed in World War One are buried next to each other. So by the time World War One came to an end, it had claimed an estimated one million British lives. Yet somehow, without any planning, the first recorded English casualty of the war, 17-year-old soldier John Parr, and the last recorded casualty, 30-year-old George Edwin Ellison, reportedly have graves that face one another just 15 feet apart in the St. Symphorian Military Cemetery. That's kind of, that's kind of interesting. That's kind of cool. Um... Yeah, I mean, cemeteries are pretty big. I'm, I'm guessing the you know military cemetery is huge. So what are the chances of that connection and them being right next to each other? Okay, so I was watching a YouTube video of just like random conspiracy theories and pop culture and whatever, like pop culture conspiracy theories. And there's this thing called Sampuku Eyes. And it's when you have, like, a lot of white under your eyes. Um, You know, like, a lot of everybody, I think, has white under their eyes. But it's, you know, some people have, like, like, Billie Eilish. Like, her eyes, pretty much. Like, she just looks like she's, like, her, I don't know. To me, they look like they're just really relaxed. And they don't have, like, the tense look on their eyes, if that makes sense. Um, But Natalie... Natalie Wood had them, Marilyn Monroe had them, Princess Diana had them, and, um, you know, I'm looking through all of these celebrities who have had them, 
and I um, I show my boyfriend a picture, and I'm like, do you think I have these eyes? And he was like, yeah, you, you do, to a T. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, yeah, you have, like, a lot of white under your eyes. And then I'm like, <gasps> and the reason why I'm freaked out right now, because um, apparently those types of eyes, the Sampuku eyes, if, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I think I am, but they apparently are like nature's the universe like I don't know it's like it's a sign that you're going to pass away early tragically and if you think about it Natalie Wood did Marilyn Monroe did um who else did I say Princess Diana did um there are others but you guys should look it up it's really interesting and now I and now everybody's really scared because they think Billie Eilish is gonna have a tragic ending because she has those eyes and then I'm, now I'm freaking out because I'm like I think I have those eyes <laughs> you know I don't want to I mean I'm all for going young you know like whatever my time is my time but it's like I don't want to go tragically like what the fuck anyway before I freak myself out too much between um the coincidences and the freaking eye types um by the time I started recording this podcast I um think it was like yesterday or two days ago and I did say that I wanted to start a website and everything to sell things and I did start it today so I'm really excited it's not ready yet it's not going to be ready for a couple days but um yeah I'm really excited uh to get back into just focusing on the store and it's like now that I'm like having the confidence and more having more time to be able to put into it I'm just getting, like, so excited again, like, as if it was, I, like, just opened my store again. Like, I remember being so excited to have to do all of these little things, like a website and, um, you know, like, little advertising things and just working on things. So there was always new products and stuff, like, just the stuff that I kind of lost touch with because of being so busy with work and whatnot. So I'm really excited, and I feel like I keep saying that, but I'm fucking excited, right? <laughs> Anyway, um, Krista has been so swamped with work, uh, school work still, you know, we, we talk like every day, but yeah, um, once she's, uh, less stressed out and not pulling her hair out and stuff, we'll continue with our comfy conversation and we are still going to talk about dark sides of fairy tales and stuff like that. And we also want to talk like, um, like kind of like paranormal things or just, medium type of things that we've witnessed and psychic things that we've both witnessed and everything like that so that'll be really interesting so we do have a lot of really great content coming up just kind of writing it out until um you know she doesn't want to freaking pull her hair out with school so we're gonna give her her time and we are ready when she is but until then you're gonna get these random ass episodes from me and if you have anything that you want me to cover or talk about or just anything, please message me on our Instagram at Comfy Komodo. And until then, I will see you guys next week. I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope you have a beautiful Easter if you celebrate Easter. If not, have a great weekend and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.